Hi guys and welcome to another episode from BetfairTradingCommunity.com and this podcast is going to focus on a title which I think is so important for every trader to get their head around and that is Betfair Trading, Why Odds Matter, okay? So it's so important to think about why odds matter in trading. Um, this won't be a long podcast particularly because it doesn't need to be this topic is a fundamental truth okay there's no debate on this topic uh it's easily explained as well so i'm going to go through it now and let's see if we can really help people get their heads around it because we've had a lot of questions around odds why we discuss odds so much why we have kind of minimum odds for strategies and things like that um and whether you're a football trader horse racing trader, cricket trader, or say a tennis trader, the principle applies to everyone, and that is this, odds matter, okay? Now, I'm sorry if this sounds obvious, but it is amazing how often I hear a comment like, oh, the odds are a bit short, but I think it will win, so I'm going to back it, or something like this, I'm not that bothered about the odds because I just have a gut feeling it's going to win. Oh, I hate, I hate those phrases. As a, as a serious trader, it's kind of it's hard to hear someone say they've placed a trade based on their gut feeling. If you've ever uttered these phrases or anything similar, then this article will help you immeasurably as a trader. The reason being, you cannot find good value without finding good odds. So I'll say that again. You cannot find good value without finding good odds. The two go hand in hand. Value and odds are connected 100%. Again, this stuff is not debatable. No one in their right mind would debate it. This is just basic mathematics. Without good value, you will not make money in the long run, okay? So without good value in your Betfair trades, you will not make money in the long run. And that's a scientific fact. So odds and value go hand in hand, and without value, you will not make money in the long run. So therefore, you need odds which are value. You need odds that are bigger than they should be when you back, or shorter than they should be when you lay the selection. Sure, you might fluke. Now this is the truth, and I think this is where people start going astray with this stuff. You might fluke a good streak at some point, just throwing your money around on any price because you like the selection, right? You might have a good streak. I mean, let's say, even if you picked random matches, odds of you know 1.5 there's a good chance if you bet long enough no matter even if you're doing it blind you're going to have a win streak of four or five selections in a row right now the thing is that is not grounded in odds or value it's just pure guesswork and that is not what we're doing this is why odds are so important what we do is not gambling in the way, in the kind of sense that people think about the word gambling, right? People don't think about the word gambling and think, 
there's a guy investing in something with an edge who's found value and actually it's a sensible investment that's not what the word gambling the connotations of the word gambling has in our society so when I say we're not gambling that's what I mean what I mean is we don't do it in a way which is so I'll give you an example of what I consider gambling and I mention this quite a lot someone who f goes into Betfred and throws a tenner on a horse because they like the colour of it right that's gambling there's no edge there there's no research there's no sense to it it's just wasting your money and in the long run you will waste your money like I said you might fluke a good streak but the reality is because it's not based in science, it's not based in having an edge or value, you will lose money in the long run. That's a fact. Try it. Try it. If you, if you don't believe me, try it. Well, don't try it because you're going to lose money. But, you know, if you're that hell-bent on, on not believing this basic principle, then, you know, give it a go. Because I'll tell you another, another strategy that people use that is like this. is the Martingale system. Now, if you don't know the Martingale system, it's one of the stupidest systems that was ever... I mean, honestly, the person who invented this system, I'm ashamed that it has my name Martin in it. I'm actually ashamed, whoever this person was. Because their theory was, if you lose a bet, just double your stake on the next one and try and win your original stake back. Well, if you lose that bet, just double it again. And then if you lose that, double it again. Well, I'll tell you what, you try that if you think that's a good strategy and see how quickly you lose all your money. Just use a £100 bankroll. Start with a couple of quid, maybe five quid. See how long it will last. Your streak of four or five losers and you're done. Right, Your whole bankroll is done. It's the worst strategy I've ever heard of. And people will still argue to toss with me that it's a good strategy. I mean, it's just, and it's not even that you're making good selections or you're trying to find value. It's just, well, the principle is if I back something at evens over and over and over, eventually I'm going to win. Sure, eventually. But what if it takes you 11 or 12 attempts? Because you're going to have to have a hell of a lot of money to cover that. What if it's more than that? What interests me is, have you ever, so if you've ever, back in the early days of, Betfair trading. There used to be a lot of opportunity in casino offers, and I think there still is occasionally, although a lot of these aren't risk-free anymore. What they do is they give you money, and they say, you know, use this money on blackjack. So they might give you £500 bonus, and all you'd have to do was roll it over 10 times, and then if you had any money left at the end, you could cash that out and take the profit. Now, of course, at basically an even-money game, doing that on blackjack rolling over 10 times, you know, 99% of the time, you're actually going to have still quite a lot of money left in your bankroll from that £500. So you could cash out. You'd know it's it's fairly low risk to do. Well, it's, it's low risk in the fact that a lot of the time you weren't actually risking any of your own money, but also that pretty much every time you're going to cash out with some profit from that strategy. Okay, so that is a perfect example of how to do that kind of strategy but here's where it becomes relevant to what I'm talking about with the martingale I would quite often watch as let's say you did a roulette offer similar thing you just bet on red and black I would quite often watch as 11 blacks would be rolled in a row or 10 reds and you think yeah but the odds of that are so 
Not really. Not when you when you place as many bets and trades as we do. You will get streaks like that. Um, so it's so important to remember that we're not trying to gamble here. We're trying to push an edge relentlessly. That is essentially what trading is. So value and odds go hand in hand in that respect. I'm going to prove this point here in a trading way. If you back a team at 1.90 odds and that team has a 50% chance to win, for, 100, for every £100 you place, you'll win £90 if it wins. £88.20 if you take the commission out, but you know, let's, uh, let's not worry too much about that. You're still losing anyway. If you lose the trade, obviously you'd lose £100, right? If you didn't trade out. So, let's say you win this trade 50% of the time, as is suggested by the likelihood of the real odds. You will win one bet and lose one bet in equal measure, okay? Thus, on average, every two bets you place, you will lose £11.80. Because when you win, you make £88.20, brilliant. But then when you lose, you lose 100 And that puts you at minus £11.80. Okay? So that is the perfect example of why odds matter. Because the moment you're taking odds that are less than they should be, that aren't value, in the long run, in the law of averages, you're putting yourself in a position to lose money. Now... If you do not believe a price to be value, do not take it. Do not take it. I cannot stress that enough. Do not take it. Write this down. If you struggle with this, write this down and stick it on your wall. Because this is something you need to remind yourself of on a daily basis. Yes, you might like a selection, but if the trade isn't value, it's going to lose money. So it's not a good selection. And really, you shouldn't even like it. You should go, do you know what? I think it might win, but I don't like the selection because the odds are too short. Any serious trader has the ability to think like that. And that's the kind of ability you need to start thinking about. Trading isn't all about who will win. It's more about what value odds are there. You know, I'll give you an example of this. Let's say... Um, I don't know, let's say the New England Patriots are playing the Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots are at home. They nearly win that matchup every time. I think we've won it like twice in, in since I've watched uh, the NFL, which is like going on close to 20 years now, right? So I can say with pretty certainty that New England are going to win this, right? But if New England's odds are super, super short, so let's say New England odds are let's go crazy 1.02 right then i'm not going to back it just because i think i'm going to it's going to win and you might think well yeah that's crazy why would you back at 1.02 yeah that's obviously crazy you're doing a similar thing when you back a 1.5 shot that actually has about a 50 percent chance of winning okay you know every time you see a bookmaker and they price up to let's say they price up a tennis match but they can't decide between the two so they they give it as a 50 50 shot the odds will be 1.83 on each player that is the perfect example of how you lose money on this strategy it's a really good example of 
You're taking 1.83 on an even shot every time with that bookmaker. Every time something should be evens, they price it up at 1.83. Okay? So, we know without doubt that the practice of taking a poor value bet or trade will lose us money over time. I think we've proven this beyond any doubt now. Okay? Can we all agree on that? But how do we work out what value is in each trade okay because it's all well and good saying this stuff but if we don't know what value is how can we even know whether it's a value price or not let's think about each event statistically this is what i really like to do i like to think about every event everything i place a trade on statistically what chance does the selection you are eyeing up have of winning if you were to think about it as a percentage? See, I think people work better in percentages than odds. Okay, so I could see odds of 1.5. If I get onto a street and say, oh, they're 1.5 odds, most people won't have a clue what that means, right? If I say they've got a 66% chance of winning, most people will know what that means. They'll go, yeah, about two out of three. Okay, cool. Right? That's the difference of this. This is why I like thinking statistically. I like thinking in terms of percentage. So try this method I use every day of my trading career. Work out the percentage chance that I think something has. That's what I do. I work out the percentage chance something has of winning. That's how I determine whether a price is value or not. So I'll give you an example. Let's say Liverpool play Norwich at home in the Premier League and their price is 1.67. I know that the market is telling me Liverpool will win 60% of the time. However, do, Norwich, do Liverpool beat Norwich at home two times out of three at least? For me, yes. So this is a value play in my eyes. The odds are too big and I will back this price. So the market is saying 60%, I'm saying 66%, I'm gonna use that 6% edge, and that's how I make my profit over a long term. Now, there's a great little site to work out percentages from odds. It's just isfa.com forward slash odds dash probability dash chart dot php. Although if you probably put odds probability chart, and I imagine this ISFA one will come up quite hard on Google. I lose, I use it a lot. I even said to Ryan we should get one on our own site because obviously it's something that's quite easy to do. But it's so good to think about odds in terms of percentages, to think, well, how many times out of 10 would it win? And then you can work out your percentage, compare it to the odds and go, oh, it is value, or no, nah, that's not value. Um, as you learn to develop your trading skills, you'll start to be able to do this more easily. You'll be able to formulate rough odds and then spot prices that surprise you, which you can take advantage of. This does take some practice, so why not try it one weekend? Find some prices that you think are too big and write them down and see how the trades or bets would have played out. So this is a great way of doing this. If you're not sure whether you're able to find value or you can spot odds of value or not, why don't you try one weekend, just look at the matches, pick a few games, pick some odds that you like, write them down, don't put any money on, 
and then record at the end of the weekend and see, would you have made money? Would that trade have won? Would that bet have won? Would you have lost money? If you give it a go for a few weeks and you are profitable, nothing wrong with putting stakes on. However, if you're not profitable, keep trying, keep working it out. The nice thing about this is you don't need to risk any money. You're learning the game and you're risking zero money to do this. But it's such a good way of testing your skills. And I love the idea of zero risk when you're learning. You know, this is why we say paper trade. This is basically paper trading. I say paper trade. Don't use money until you're ready. And when you do start using money, use really small stakes and build up. Don't just go from, oh, it's my first week of Betfair trade. I mean, we get this sometimes. People putting £100 trades on straight away. You've never traded on Betfair. You've not, you don't know if your skill level's there yet and you're risking £100 a trade. You're not going to last long. You're not going to learn the game. You're not going to... The thing is, what we want really from traders is them to add it to their portfolio in life of going, even if you don't aim to be a professional trader, to have a side income from trading. And if you learn a skill, it's actually very easy to have a side income from it. The problem is, why most people fail at trading is they never bother to learn the skill. They never bother to learn the ins and outs of it. It's like anything you do, right? Let's say tennis. I'm really into tennis. So let's say you want to be a tennis player. Now, if you never bother to learn the skill, if you never bother to have any coaching or any training or watch any videos or read any books about your sport, you're never going to be able to get to the higher level to make a career out of it. Same with being a doctor. You can't just ask to be a doctor and they stick you in a GP surgery the next day, can you? What is it, like seven years of training? And even then, I think you just start out as a junior. So there's so much to stuff, any career to learn, that there's really no excuse for not learning the game. And the problem is you get people come in gung-ho, think they can master it in a day, and then when they don't, they're done. And it's like, you know how good it can be when you can make a living out of trading on Betfair? I'll give you an example, okay? The COVID-19 crisis has hit sport hard, right? It's the first time since Betfair launched that sport has been hit hard. So that's nearly 20 years and you'd have been able, if you were good at trading, you'd have been able to make a living on Betfair consistently for 20 years. No problems, right? There's still sport on now. You can still make some money. Sport will come back fairly soon. And then you can go back to making the career you were. It's recession proof. During the 2008 recession, it's actually a great time to trade on Betfair. It didn't make any difference. All the matches were still on. In fact, there was more people trading, so there's more money in the markets. You know, when, when people don't have so much to do job-wise, they tend to gamble as well. So you see... They said this to me once. I went I went for an interview with Labrooks in Manchester a few, a few years before I became a trader because I was always interested in, in gambling and odds and things like that. I'd, I'm fascinated with it. So I went for a job there and one of their big selling points for working behind their tills was this job is recession-proof, right? Because when people are doing well and they've got lots of money, they don't mind gambling to spend money because they've got extra money. It's not the end of the world if they lose a few quid. 
when people don't have money, they try to gamble to make more money so that they can, you know, have some money. So as crazy as it is, this profession is recession proof. And if you can get good and learn training, trading properly, I mean, fortunately, we've just dropped a course, haven't we? So if you haven't bought our course yet, do so. Uh, it's a one-off payment. You get to keep it forever once purchased. And there's 120 video lessons for you. You're going to pretty much learn trading, right? You will learn all the background, mentality, bankroll stuff, everything you need really to set up as a trader. And then it's just a case of getting onto the markets and practicing this stuff out for yourself and learning the game. So if you can create a system, say on our software filter, on our on our BTC software, or follow our highlighted picks that we send out every day, you can test the results yourself to see what price would have made the most money. So this is another thing. If you're using a system, if you're using a strategy, why not have a look at, could I enter a better price? What happens then? Would I make as much money? Would I make more money? Remember, odds matter. Again, this may sound so obvious, but I think it's something a lot of trade traders need a daily reminder of. If you cannot see value in the odds, then do not place a bet or trade. Even if there's nothing else on that day, turn on again tomorrow. I remember the, the great saying from Betfair that's kind of been doing arounds for the last what, 15 years. A break-even trade where you don't place a trade, so a no trade, is more profitable than a losing trade. Just think about that for a second. A no trade, a no bet, is more profitable than one you place and lose. So don't be placing if you don't see value. I hope this has helped. It might come across as having a go. I don't I realise sometimes it sounds that way. I think with this stuff, it's just so fundamental to me that I just really want to get it into people's heads. I'm not having a go. We know that we always say no question is a silly one. So come and ask us questions. Info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Get over to the forum as well, our forum. Um, so just go to betfairtradingcommunity.com and get on the forum from there. And speak to us. We do private coaching. We do the one-to-one -one stuff on the forum. So you create your own thread and it's just me and Ryan. We talk you through it. And we love doing that with guys. So many people taking advantage of that and learning and improving their trading skills with us. And, you know, we didn't become the kind of... We didn't learn all this stuff about Betfair. We didn't kind of become oracles of knowledge of trading randomly. We did it through years and years of hard work. And... Part of the reason I like sharing it personally is because it was so hard to learn. I don't want everyone to have to go through that. I want so many more people. You know, I get people, people I know, close friends, even family members. They hate what they do. They hate their jobs. They hate their careers. I can't wait to get on my computer every day and do my job. I don't tell people. You know, I've got to the point where a lot of the time I don't tell people that. I keep quiet. I just say, oh, yeah, yeah works tough you know because it's horrible to hear how many people struggle with their work and I think wow you know if you learn a skill like trading where you could work for yourself do your own hours you know I think it's the life that most people want deep down 
So anyway, hopefully this has helped you guys. Hopefully you'll really look to find value in odds and, and remember that odds do matter. Because sometimes people say to us, you know, do odds matter? Um, and I mean, someone mentioned it to Ryan the other day. I mean, to be fair, it's normally people who haven't been members who maybe on YouTube and they say, oh, you didn't mention odds in this video. And it's kind of like, well, it's kind of a given. So maybe we forget occasionally to mention it in every single video. However, it doesn't mean it's not important. It doesn't mean it's not at the forefront of anything we do. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back for another podcast soon.